0: The reading before the lesson today will be from the book of John, chapter 14, verses one through six. Do not let your heart be troubled. Believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you, for I go to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also, and you know the way where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How do we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Let me begin by asking a few questions. Do you have problems? If you don't have problems, please raise your hand. Do you feel troubled by the current events of the times? You know there are bushfires in Australia, a volcanic eruption in the Philippines, an earthquake in Turkey, an outbreak of the coronavirus in China. Furthermore, our society has redefined gender and marriage. The baby inside the mother's womb remains unprotected. There are even shootings in church buildings considered to be the safest place you could ever be. So, do you feel lost with a sense of despair or confused with the things pertaining to life itself? About the time Abraham, a man named Job, was experiencing a great deal of suffering. Job said, In Job 14, verses 1 and 2, man who is born of woman is of few days and full of trouble. He comes forth like a flower and fades away. He flees like a shadow and does not continue. Life is troublesome. It was troublesome then, and it is today. So if you are feeling despair, there is a way out. That way out is Jesus Christ. In the final night of Jesus's life, The eve of his crucifixion, Jesus sat down with his disciples to have the Passover meal. By that time, the next day, Jesus would have been executed on the cross and placed in the tomb. And in the chapter, in the 13th chapter of John, the events of that night were recorded. They were in the upper room. Judas has been identified as the betrayer and has been sent out. Jesus left, was left with the 11 apostles. After telling them to love one another as Jesus has loved them, he tells them that he is going away. And where he is going, they cannot come. Peter wants to know why they cannot follow him. And Jesus responds by asking, If they were ready ready to lay down their lives for him. The news that Jesus is leaving their presence was troubling to the hearts and minds of the disciples. So, in chapter 14, keep doing this. So, in chapter 14, Jesus said these comforting words. Verse 1. Don't let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many dwelling places. If it were not so, I would have told you. For I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I'll come again and will take you to myself and where I am, you may be also." Such comforting words. Such calmness to a troubled heart. So if your heart is troubled today, Jesus is offering this solution. First, believe in God or believe in the Father. Believe in me. What does that mean? That means that we, should, we need to increase our faith. And if faith comes by hearing the word of God, then we need to increase our time with the word. Secondly, he offers a powerful hope that is now preparing dwelling places for us. As our brother Jerry Thompson always says, this world is not my home, I'm just a passing through. And finally, he offers this knowledge that where he is going. He's gonna take us to himself and take us to heaven where he is. Such a wonderful encouragement for a troubled heart. Furthermore, in verse four, Jesus said, and you know the way where I am going. Well, we know. There is a place reserved in the Father's house for us because of his death and resurrection. And we know how to get there. But that sparked a question on Thomas' mind when he said, Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? To which Jesus responded, the sixth I am statement, and today is probably considered one of the most politically incorrect statements. Jesus said, I am the way the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. That was Jesus' response to Thomas' question. How can we know the way? So Jesus said, I am the way. Jesus is the way to the Father because... He is the truth and he is the life. Yes, to everything that is truly good, both in life and in this in this life and in the one to come. Jesus Christ is the way. First, Jesus Christ is the way to a better life. On one occasion, Jesus stated his purpose in coming to this earth when he said, I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. That's John chapter 10, verse 10. The abundant life Jesus offers is more than simply life in the hereafter. Though he does not promise wealth or luxury, he does assure us of a loving Father in heaven who cares for his children. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, Do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Therefore it's not surprising. That the happiest people in the world are those who have most completely committed themselves to following Jesus as the way. As the Apostle Paul wrote, even though he was under house arrest, in Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, and my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Earlier in the chapter, in verse 13, Paul wrote, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Yes, Jesus is the way to a better life. But not only that. Jesus is the way to forgiveness of sins is the only solution to a very serious problem, the most serious threat to our well-being, which is called sin. This is because everyone, everybody is guilty of it. As we read in Romans 3:23, for all have sinned and fall short, the glory of God. And sin is not without its consequences, often physical, but always spiritual. But through Jesus Christ, God has made provision for the forgiveness of our sins. Out of love, God offered Jesus as the propitiation for our sins. John, 1 John chapter 4, verse 9 and 10. But This is the love of God was manifested in us that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might live through Him. In this is love. That we love God and that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Through his blood shed on the cross, Jesus provides forgiveness of our sins. In him, we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace. Ephesians 1, 7. And there, there is no salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Acts chapter 4, verse 12. So Jesus is the way to a better life. He is the way to forgiveness of sins. But furthermore, Jesus is the way to God. As in our reading, no one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, verse 6. Jesus came to this world to reconcile man back to God, the Father. As Paul told the Corinthians, now all things are God, are of God, who has reconciled us to Himself through Christ Jesus, and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ, reconciling to Himself, reconciling the world to Himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word. Of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 18 to 20. Also, well we've already discussed that Jesus in John chapter 14, verse 16, said, verse 6 said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Why do we emphasize this point? Because one does not truly experience what it means. To have eternal life without having an intimate relationship with the Father. As well as with the Son. That is exactly what Jesus has to offer. As he mentioned it in his prayer before his trial and crucifixion, Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your Son that your Son may glorify you as you have given him authority over all flesh. That he should give eternal life to as many as you have given And this is eternal life, that you may know God, that we may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. Yes, that eternal life Jesus offers includes knowing the Father as well as the Son. The way to a better life, the way to forgiveness of sins, the way to God. What wonderful blessings and encouragement to a troubled heart. But finally, Jesus is the way to eternal life. Death comes soon. It's inevitable unless Jesus returns today, unless Jesus returns first. And as the author of Hebrews says, or wrote, is followed by judgment. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27, and it is appointed for man to die once, but after this the judgment In this way, death becomes the door either to eternal life or to eternal condemnation. In his description of the judgment scene, Jesus outlines two alternatives. And this will go into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Matthew 25, verse 46. And in John, chapter 6, verse 27, we have this reading. Do not work for the food which perishes, for, but for the food which endures to eternal life, which the Son of Man will give to you. For on him the Father, God, has set his seal. And in response to Martha, Jesus said in John eleven twenty five, 25, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even if he dies. To die in Jesus is to die in the way to eternal life. The Apostle John wrote in the book of Revelation, Then I heard a voice from heaven saying, Write, blessed are the dead who die in the Lord from now on. Yes, says the Spirit, that they may rest from their labors, and their works follow them. Revelation 14 13. What a wonderful blessing for Jesus provides us the way. He is the way to a better life, the way to forgiveness of sin, the way to God, and the way to eternal life. With all the troubles we have today, Jesus gives the prescription for troubled hearts. Have faith in him. Have hope that he is preparing a place for you. And when he returns, he will receive you to himself to be with him in heaven. Jesus is the way. We should know him. We should follow him, we should obey him, and we should love him with every breath we take. If you are not a disciple of Jesus today, we invite you to come, put him on, and be a disciple. Then. You'll be part of the church, which is called in Acts as the way. Let's stand and sing.